0: Pizza, pizza, pizza time. The official pizza of the Shock Fantasy podcast is 7th Avenue Pizza. This is soda-style thin crust at its absolute best. It's not that crappy thin crust. It's solid crust integrity here. Not too thick, not too thin. The sauce was derived from an ancient recipe passed down from the Norse gods. And the cheese, oh, 100% primo cheese on these pies. You can pick your toppings as well. There's your conventional pepperoni or sausage, but there's also five cheese, Mexican, meatball, and pepperoni. Even a bacon cheeseburger za for you. My favorite, though, is the lucky seven. Italian sausage, pepperoni, beef, Canadian bacon, and three types of cheese. Dang it, my mouth is watering just talking about it. I might need to go fire up the oven and make myself one before the podcast. Find your 7th Avenue pizzas at High V Cub Foods, Lunds and Byerleys and holiday station stores, and go follow them on Twitter at 7th Avenue Pizza. Let them know Shock Fantasy steered you toward their amazing za. Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison, and before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, Wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The Redraft and Dynasty Trade Value Charts so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL Draft Prop Bet Games, so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings. And preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year now. All of that curated, color-coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AIRBEAR, you get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night preview on the Shock Fantasy Podcast. My name's Matt Harrison, your host for this, you know, eight-minute ride of absolute terror. We got the Miami Dolphins traveling to Cincinnati to face off against the Cincinnati Bengals this week. Uh, No Hurricanes involved in Cincy. Should be a good game. I, I, I think it might be a little bit of a shootout here. Uh, liking a lot of players in this game. Let's get right into it. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, they both get B grades in this one. The Bengals have allowed the second fewest yards to wide receivers this year. So why am I still giving them Bs? It's because this will be the biggest test the Bengals secondary has seen all year. They held the Steelers wide receivers to mostly nothing. Deontay had seven for 55 That was Mitch Trubisky at the helm. Noah Brown and C.D. Lamb did combine for 166 yards and a score with Cooper Rush throwing the ball. That was the best output that we've seen wide receivers put up against Cincy so far this year. Joe Flacco only managed to complete 12 balls to his wide receivers last week for 146 scoreless yards, and that was on 26 targets. So come to think of it, Tua will be the first non-backup level quarterback the Bengals have faced since the Super Bowl. Yes, I'm looking at you, Mitch Trubisky. You know what? I'm upgrading Hill and Waddle to a B-plus each in this game. I think they'll be just fine. With that said, Tua, he also receives a B-plus in this one. He's averaging 308 passing yards per game and almost three scores. Since the Dolphins have absolutely no running game to speak of, it's Tua, it's Tyreek, and it's Waddle, and that's it. And so, no, I'm not starting Mike Gesicki and his two targets per week, nor am I starting Chase Edmonds or Raheem Mostert, as they're splitting like 16 touches per week. It's just absolutely gross on the running side. Yes, splitting, splitting, splitting. I'm slowing it down. 16 touches. That's not good. There's an angle to start a pass catching back against Cincy, too, but Edmonds and Mostert are each averaging about two targets per game, neither of which has emerged as the pass catching option. So both stay on the bench on Thursday night. Over on the Bengals side, Jamar Chase is an easy A in this one. T. Higgins drops all the way down to a B minus. Xavier Howard dealing with a groin injury. Nobody likes those. That's good for the Bengals side. Higgins is only seeing 6.3 targets per game so far this year. To Chase is almost 12, but with half the opportunities, Higgins is still putting up almost the same numbers. It's 70 yards per game for Chase and 63 yards per game for T. Higgins. It's just the opportunity that hurts here. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I, I'm giving him a C grade as well. The Dolphins slot corner, Kader Kohu, yeah, Kader Kohu, he's injured. And he's already giving up 91 yards from the slot, 14th most in the league. Boyd should see somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 yards and a shot at a touchdown in this one. So you can fire him up if you are desperate for a wide receiver. Hayden Hurst, if you need a tight end this week, I, hey, you could do worse than Hayden Hurst. I think that's a, that That should be his motto. Hayden Hurst, you could do worse the Dolphins have allowed the most receptions and the second most receiving yards to the tight end position this year. So Hurst gets a C plus. He's very dart throwy in this one. If I like all the receivers, I like the quarterback Joey Burroughs getting an A. Miami is bottom four in passing attempts per game allowed, completions per game allowed, and passing yards allowed so far this season. They've given up 310 yards per game plus two scores per week in the first three weeks. That sounds about right for Burrow in this one, Three ten and 2 Joe Mixon's the—well, I guess there's two guys I'm mentioning from the running game. Joe Mixon, he's no longer on the injury report. Uh, that's good, but the fact that he was dinged up at the end of last week and the Dolphins have been very good at stopping the run should give you pause. They're allowing only 3.4 yards per carry. That's the fifth best in the league. 55 total rushing yards per game. That's the third best in the league. And they have not allowed a score on the ground to running backs this year. However, they did play Baltimore stable of running backs. That was really without JK Dobbins, the Buffalo stable of running backs who really isn't that good. And new England's running backs who couldn't quite get it going against Miami. You can beat them through the air. Uh, The Finns are allowing the fifth most receptions, yards, and touchdowns through the air to opposing runners so far this season. Mixon averages almost seven targets per game, and they're bell-cowing him both on the pass and the run so far this year. But off a short week and a little bit of a tender ankle... I'm only willing to give Mixon a B grade here. They do have Samaje Pirine available. He's pretty decent in the passing game as well. He averages about nine yards per reception. And it wouldn't surprise me if he's a little bit more involved this week. A desperation D grade. Yeah, that's right. Charge a D grade on Samaje Pirine. He's a dart throw in DFS on Thursday night as well. Cause I think that he will be a little bit more involved than you are used to. All right, that's it. That was the dolphins and the Bengals. I appreciate everybody who listens to the shock fantasy podcast and tune into fantasy football weekly on Friday afternoon or Saturday morning, depending on where you're listening. If you're listening on the air here locally in Minneapolis, it's on KFan. uh, I can't remember if the Gophers have an early start this week. It'll either be at 7 a.m. or 10 a.m. But uh, you can always find it on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. That's, you know, iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, whatever. You can find it wherever you need to find your podcast, just like you can find Shock Fantasy. So I appreciate you leaving me a rating and a review on the podcast. It uh, helps boost my numbers a little bit and get a few more people to listen to the pod. And, uh, you know... Wet my beak a little bit on some of these things, huh? Huh? Appreciate all you guys. We'll talk to you next